Welcome to What's Your Dream, the podcast where we stretch our minds while others stretch their bodies. I'm your host, and today I'm thrilled to welcome a very special guest, Casey Hasey, the dynamic owner of Beyond Fitness, where TRX and yoga aren't just exercises, they're pathways to achieving your dreams. In this episode, we're diving into Casey's journey, exploring how she turned her passion for fitness and wellness into a thriving community at Beyond Fitness. Casey's story is one of resilience, determination, and the belief that every stretch, every lift brings us closer to our dreams. Whether you're tuning in from your yoga mat, the gym, or just relaxing at home, get ready for a conversation filled with inspiration and possibly a dash of humor. So lace up your sneakers or barefoot if you're about to do some yoga and join us as we uncover Casey's journey and maybe even discover more about our own dreams in the process. Let's jump right in. What is your biggest dream or aspiration? It's really interesting that this is, of course, the first, not interesting that this is the first question because it it is, what is your dream podcast? Um, But what I'm finding is that I'm open to dreams changing. And so when I first thought about like, what is, you know, it's not your first thought, but it's like, what is my dreams and aspiration? And now my dreams is being open to changing of my dreams, which sounds really weird, but I used to believe that I had a dream and it had to be this way because this was the dream and all of that. And as I've gotten older, my dreams evolve. And so like the one biggest thing right now is my dream is just being open to receiving. So many times I have always turned people away whenever they say, oh, you look really pretty today. I'm like, oh, no, I don't, but thanks. So I am trying to be open to receiving back and not shutting people down because it's so easy for me to give to people. That's like my brand is all about giving towards others that it's really hard for me to receive. And so my dream is to be open to receiving right now. And it sounds very, um, maybe I feel like it seems very elementary to have a dream of just to be able to receive But I think that I've been taught to like always expect better, do more, do more, do more, do more that I forget or I don't enjoy or get enjoyment from the receiving part. Like I need to be open to receiving for the business and all that. And it's like, nope, I got to keep hustling. I got to keep hustling. It totally makes sense. And I don't think it's elementary at all. I think that the only way to manifest your dreams is to receive them. Right. And I think that that's one of the hardest parts is that we aren't actually allowing things to come back to us. So what a great place to start, even just with compliments, just say, thank you. Yeah. Just accept. And it is when you just said the business, it's like, I should receive this business. I've dreamt of this business. This was a dream creating beyond fitness, a safe space for women to come and work out and men, as long as they're not weird, (laughs) but it is, it's like, I did dream of that, but now I have to be open to receiving what's coming instead of being like, Oh, self-sabotage. Right. So, right. I love it. So what makes you feel grateful and full of joy today? What makes me feel grateful and full of joy? So I am, I went through YTT yoga teacher training at the beginning of this year. And through this year, I've normally not, I really push the boundaries. You know how people, I've been told by a really great friend that I need to journal. Hmm. Wonder who that is. Wonder who that is. I've also, you know, been told, 
you know, to set goals, to meditate, like you get told all these things to do. And it's so funny because this is the first year that I'm like, I'm still this rebelling teenager. Um, and so this year you hear people say, oh, set a word, set an intention for the, the year. And I'm like, mm, I'm not going to do this. However, this year thrive just kept coming up for me, thrive and completion. And so I thought, okay, this is the year of thriving and completing things. And so something that has really brought me a lot of joy this year is starting goals and hitting goals. And it's not just on a business standpoint, it's like goals in life. So I started with, I want to do YTT, finishing that goal. So even as an adult, and I wrote about this, um, I think in one of my social media posts, it's like, even as an adult to have these goals and it's so empowering to start finishing it. And it started to bring me more joy that I'm like, ah, okay, now this is working for me. I'm going to keep going and stuff like that. So um, the joy part is I've started putting goals out there, completing goals, allowing them to manifest in different ways. If maybe I set a goal too hard or something go, oh, you know what? Here's how this looks now instead. And kind of having that self-love talk for, to myself. Um, grateful. You know, I am just really, I find joy in my children right now as well. And I'm grateful for my kids. It is really funny because I think that I want to, I have two boys, one's 12 and then one is seven. And I really want them to be well-rounded men. And so it has brought, while I've set these goals for myself, I've included the children into them. They don't even know, like they have no clue that mom's goals thrive, but it's kind of like talking to them. Hey, what is some stuff that you want to do? And so I'm really grateful because my kids have just opened and been willing to be like, listen to me. Um, yeah, receive. Right. And so I'm just grateful for my kids right now. And then my husband as well. It seems like that we all are working on something, whether it's separate individually, but there's this like really big support system that's happening in our family right now. And I'm greatly appreciative for that. That's amazing. It's so, I mean, this is one of my biggest things, right? Is our personal life directly affects our business and the other way around as well. So whenever things are working in one, they are definitely going to be a lot more likely to work in another. And so I think the more you can do that personal stuff at home, the more your business is going to. I think too, yeah. it's like showing my kids that, hey, I'm... 40 and I'm still figuring stuff out. And I now have that understanding that I'm going to be more open to letting them try for their own life. You know, they don't have to do things a set way. Um, so it's been really fun to watch them grow through me learning more about myself and all of that. Yeah, I always thought people were completely full of it whenever they said that like 40s are going to be your best years. I was like, no, I don't ever want to turn 40. And I truly feel like you just come into your own. You're more confident in yourself. You don't care as much what other people think. And it, I mean, so far has been a couple of the best years of my life. I'm only 41, not 42. <laughs> I had to throw that in there, right? All right. So next question is what are the most significant lessons you've learned throughout your life and how have they shaped you as a person? Okay. So one thing that I definitely had like this aha moment, 
I was raised that you move and you eat specifically in a way to uh, get the desired look that you're going for. And then once you get that, you achieve happiness, Hmm. right? And so I, this sounds so, and I know this because I'm in the health and wellness industry, but this is the first time that I'm like, it doesn't ever stop. When your mindset can change to know that when you start working out, it's not going to stop. It's going to change to better suit you, right? So um, a great example is that last last month, November, I love movement and I set a goal to do 100 miles. And instead of being like, I have to run 100 miles, that sounds very like some people can totally do that, but I wanted something that was more enjoyable for me. I decided I was going to walk, run. I I get to track my miles while I'm walking or running. And so I made it more about the play portion last month for me. And I didn't lift as much as I normally would, but I never stopped. And it just changes as you go. Like I'm being open to the seasons. Like one month I might do yoga more than that. And so it's knowing that eating healthy and moving your body and being spiritual, whether you're meditating, it changes and it's okay, but that you're never going to stop. And when you know that it's never going to stop, it's like a less push against it. Like, oh no, this is just what I do. Right. So that's a lesson I've really hit this year. Um, another lesson that I have is like, I don't expect if I do something for someone, I'm try really hard not to expect anything in return. Um, that's a big one. Because I think that I, again, was always like, oh, well, we do this and then we get something in return. And what happens is if when you don't get something in return, you have that big letdown, disappointment and all that. So when I do things, it's like, am I doing this to get something in return? And if I am, then it's not what I should be doing, right? I need to have that expectation of I'm doing this because I want to do it and I want to help. Um, so that's another lesson. My grandfather, he used to say that to us as kids and it wasn't until I got older that I really like understood it per se. So I guess those are the two. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. Yeah. All these life lessons. That's one of my favorite ones is just with growth as well. It's like, there's, there's, it's never going to stop. It's, I mean, you're never going to read a certain amount of books and be like, okay, I've arrived. I'm here. I'm done. And if you do, you're probably going to die. You know, because that's, it's, you're not thriving anymore, you know? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right. Next question. What inspires you and motivates you to keep going even fa- even when faced with challenges? I definitely would say my boys, right? They are constantly watching how we react to the life happening around us. Um, so I'm trying to teach them resiliency. So what my boys they really helped keep me going um that's kind of all I have for that like I just I have this weird grit in me that I want to change um the cells in my body that were given to me by others and I want to help the boys learn how to allow life to happen and not react to it and so I think that alone has just really made me more mindful about myself. 
Yeah. I think even just being so aware, your boys are so lucky to have you as a mom. They are going, I mean, that's what creates generational change though, is the awareness of what needs to change and figuring out that they're, they're strong, like their different strengths and their different weaknesses and knowing that you're focusing so much on just making them spiritual and making them who they want to grow up and be. And just like, I've had this conversation many times. It's like, you know, just creating that you're probably not going to create it as much as your husband, but the whole like masculinity of who, who they should show up as a, as a man when they grow up. And that is such a big huge thing. And if that is, I mean, I don't know what your why is, right? I mean, I'm sure you've gone down the path of like figuring out what that is, but that's what mine is, is generational change. And it's making sure that the things that happened when I was a child do not happen to my children. And even if they have started to, that it's like, okay, I'm going to unwind this and figure out how to make this stop happening at least. So they grow up and they can thrive as adults and not have to deal with all of those challenges. Yeah. And I even think too, it goes to like, just saying I'm 40 and I still act like a teenager pushing against what people are telling me to do that I know is good. It's also allowing them to make the mistakes that are normal and not shaming and guilting them for them learning life, you know? So, um, but yeah, I agree with you. That's definitely one of my things is trying to change that generational. Unwinding, lots of it. Um, all right. What do you hope to leave behind in the world as your legacy? I hope to leave behind that my words were always meant and said with compassion towards people, that they know me as a compassionate person. Um, my grandparents, they showed us a legacy of love. And so I would like to continue that legacy um, that love is without, without condition. And um, they did a really great job at showing me that. And so I would like to continue that on for them. And I think that, you know, you, when you meet me, you know, you're going to get what you, I'm going to give you the true me and be honest and authentic. Yeah. What is one action you take every day to get closer to your dreams? I set the alarm at 4.45 a.m. and have a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's so early. I don't know how you do it. This is who I am. Like I get up super early, but honestly, what I do is I review my daily calendar and I organize my day and I try to be smart with logistics. And so I definitely feel like this year has all been about setting the goals for me to wake up and get my day going that all go towards the goals that I'm looking at. And so that is the cup of coffee that is more reading, eating healthy, all those things that just kind of make you well-rounded. Yeah. What is your favorite workout? Girl, let me tell you. So I have, my favorite is the TRX suspension trainer. And that's actually what my, my gym is based around. Um, functional fitness with TRX suspension training. And then I love TRX yoga. Um, and I mean, I love yoga as well, but Tarek's yoga to me is like this beautiful practice that just like, literally, did you just see me as a child, like go off in the side of my head dreaming about it? That's how much I love it. But Tarek's yoga is that practice that feeds that athletic energy that I have, you know, um, if someone does not like yoga, 
it is a great opportunity to feed their spirit with TRX yoga. And then they will be like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then they might go into a yoga class or people who only do yoga and don't want to do fitness, they might go into a TRX yoga and go, hmm, maybe I want to go to a TRX suspension training class. So it's like this really good bridge. And I think it's like a big picture for me. I think that that is my purpose in life is a bridge to bring people together. So it's interesting that I'm so like, I think of TRX yoga as a bridge. Yeah, I think TRX yoga or even just TRX in general is it just makes you feel so strong. Even though it's body weight, it just makes you feel super strong. I, yeah, it's great. And I think too, it really helps you push past limiting beliefs. Like when you go to social media and you see, you know, people going into handstands and inversions and things like that, and you might think I can never do that. When you bring in the straps, you have the possibility of doing it. Yeah, a little bit of support. So how important do you think that working out and moving your body is to your growth and personal development? Um, well, first of all, that's, I think that in order for me to grow and have and all of that, I have to move my body. It helps me with mental clarity. So it allows me if I let's say I'm walking or running and I'm just I, I literally am like spitballing ideas in my head to a point now where I now start writing and putting them in my phone like, oh, I need to remember this. I need to remember this. Um, it helps me deal with outside factors. I really try hard to sit in a space of listening to information come at me and not react to it. So I feel like it allows me to get that energy out so that I can be more receptive to hearing people. If you know me, you know, I love to talk. I'm an extrovert. And so I literally love making people laugh and all that. So it is a practice for me to sit and listen. Um, and I've definitely with the gym have gotten better at that. I've seen that as like, a not a, as a weakness, like, oh, I talk too much or I try to go, oh, well, I had this and share. And it's like, I'm learning. I don't have to sh share. I can just sit and listen. That's what a lot of people just need. And it's been really nice to, to do that. So it allows me to be more present as well. Amazing. I mean, just the discipline of it is huge, right? I mean, just being disciplined about anything is one of the hardest things. It's like what you were talking about being a teenager. It's like, no, I'm, I'm a free spirit as well. I don't want to have to do the same thing every day. And so I end up like not being as disciplined whenever I am, act more like a teenager, right? But I want to have fun and I want to go do the things. And that's where you have to be a little less hard on yourself on those days and say, you know what, everybody's got to play too. You know, so that way we can we can have a good time and still act like kids, but still get our shit done as well. Yeah. And I think, too, like the other thing that I've learned is that it doesn't have to be going to the gym. You know, we all get hung up on. I'm sorry, I get hung up on this whole idea of like, well, in order for me to do this, I have to go to the gym to do it. You know, and once I got my mindset, out, I, I said earlier, I'm all about logistics. So if. I can go pick up my kids and I have 10 minutes where I have to sit in line for kid pickup because it gets so long. I'm going to lock my door and I'm going to go walk or run for 10, 10 minutes. And I might get a mile if I run. Mm, that would be a fast mile to me, but 
but it's, it's being creative, you know, it's just being creative and it doesn't have to look like going to the gym and picking up dumbbells. And, you know, if someone is out there listening to this and you're really thinking about, you know, you want to get into health and wellness or fitness, you don't know where to start. Think about what is it that you like to do and start there. If you like to dance, go find a dance class. Don't let someone else tell you that going to the gym is where it's at because that's not where it's at for you right now. It could be, but not right now. Just walk through and do something that you love and look at it as play and not work. Yeah, and if you feel uncomfortable going to a gym, maybe even start out with a YouTube video or something. So that way you're still at least moving your body, get some of the movements down, and then you'll feel a little more comfortable whenever you do wanna get a gym membership. Or, yeah. you know, if at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so it's just being creative. It doesn't have to look like the way everybody says it does. Right, live your own life. <laughs> right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so one one more thing I want to talk about is your gym is called Beyond Fitness. Okay, so what that means to me is that you're doing much, much more with the women that come in your gym and the, the men that aren't so weird. And, <laughs> and you are doing so much more than that. You're doing parenting classes, you're doing meditation, you're doing mindfulness classes. Um, tell me a little bit more about why you named it Beyond Fitness. I was raised that I was able I, I knew at a young age that movement helped me deal with life. Um, as I got older, I then started getting into yoga. I was 22 when I walked into my first yoga space. And then I said, oh, okay, yoga, this meditation, this breathing, this is kind of cool. And then um, life hit us hard and I had to start going to therapy. And then I thought, oh, okay, therapy, this is interesting. The first therapy session, um, I literally told the lady everything I was thinking about myself. And then she said, go, go say that to your son. And I was like, I would never say that. I would never say that. And she's like, then why should you say it to yourself? And so I had this aha, like that first aha moment in therapy. And I thought, well, this is interesting. And then, um, then you get into healthy eating. You know, now my husband, he is gluten-free and dairy-free. And so we learned a lot about how that affects his body and, and then you get into, and so then it, it starts to morph into this thing that it wasn't just hours at the gym that was giving me this sense of stability. It was everything else around it. And so that's when Beyond Fitness came to be Beyond Fitness because I, again, I'm a, I'm a bridge. I want to show the women these different modalities that I have personally used that have worked for me. Now, that doesn't mean it will work for everyone, but I, again, want to share so that they can experience these things. Um, I'm, I'm that person that you're like, hey, I want to experience this, but I'm too afraid to, then I'm going to be the person that books it and says, okay, I will do it or you like, let's do this. So I'm very open to trying to do different things and then reporting back to people. I'm like, okay, this is how it was. Um, and so that's where Beyond Fitness really came to be. It's just like, I wanted to show women that there's other stuff outside of fitness that makes you even more, more about fitness, right? It's fitness of the mind, the body, your spirit, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. 
All right. Is there anything else that you would like to share about your dreams today? Mm. No, I think that we covered a lot of it. You did great, great questions. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you so much for taking the time to join us today. And I'm super excited that you are going to be one of our very, very first podcast guests, which is such a great way to kick things off. 